Angela once said, Courage is the most important of all the virtues because without courage, you can't practice any other virtue consistently. Welcome to Building Grit, one call at a time. Every human being will be faced with a massive challenge. How you deal with problems is based on grit, determination, perseverance, and will. On this show, we talk to people who face challenges and how they dealt with them. This is Building Grit, one call at a time. And this is your host, Nick Wingo. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Building Grit. Today, I'm jumping on to uh, bring another guest on. I have not had a chance to get guests on the last couple of weeks, so I'm super stoked to actually be talking to somebody rather than just talking to myself. And so I met this individual on Instagram, super random connection, but that's how a lot of my connections have happened. But I'm super stoked to introduce you to you, Alfred Zeiss. How you doing, Alfred? What's up, brother? How are you, man? Good. I really appreciate you coming on the podcast. You know, my mission is to go out and seek people and just talk to them about their life and see where they've came from to get to where they are. And I've been watching you on Instagram and you're really seeking to help other people get motivated and you're seeking to help people understand that they can do stuff just like you're doing stuff. And so tell me a little bit about what it is that you do. Uh, man, so it goes back. I've been coaching and training since I started. I used to be a personal trainer when I first, you know, that was my first job. And one of the things that I saw eh, with a lot of clients is, you know, everybody has a desire to have a better body, you know, and to get in shape. But really, it's not desire alone, man. It's determination. It's drive. It's dedication. And a lot of these people really struggle with that. So I realized early on that technical skills, which I think a lot of people seek after, you know, it's like, uh, I need information. I need to, to learn more, right? It's a, it's a part of success. But truly, really, the, the biggest part of success is this drive and determination that you need to have when it comes to pursuing your goals. And so I've been super fascinated with that, man. I left the personal training industry when I was about 25 years old, and then I went into financial services. And I did that for about eight years. I built a team there of about 100 people, a 100 licensed reps that worked with a company called Primerica. And it's the same concept, man. You know, people were learning about life insurance, learning about investments. I, I was recruiting people to make more money. But the things that stopped them was not the lack of information. It was really the lack of determination and the lack of drive and the power to be able to execute on these goals that they had. And then from there, you know, right now I work for one of the largest, we do hurricane impact windows and doors here in South Florida. And it's the same thing. You know, I work with the sales team there, I train the sales team. And, and it's this, I see this nonstop, you know, people with so much potential, so much purpose, and but they just lack that grit, which is why, you know, one of the things I'm very fascinated about what you're doing, they lack the grit, you know, which I would consider grit to be a uh, passion and perseverance, the perseverance necessary to, you know, create a goal, and then stick with that goal long enough to actually bring it to life. And, Absolutely. and so that you know, that's where, that's what, the, like, I've been so fascinated with that, with that concept, man. So I left the financial services industry uh, to pursue this coaching business that I'm starting up when it comes to, to helping people develop that, that type of perseverance. I think most people believe that it's not possible, like you're either born with this or you're not, but that's a bunch of shit. 
the reality. That is a bunch of shit. That's so it much is. shit. I mean, you know, you, nobody's just born with this stuff. Nobody just is, wakes up and they can do it, right? I know for me, it took some freaking digging down and figuring shit out and pushing through. And it took that perseverance. It took that persistency. And often people do. They think that, you know, they think that either they have it or they don't have it. And that's just not the truth. That's just not the way it works. The way you get grit is by digging in and doing shit and doing the work. And often people, they do, they think that they can't have it, right? And that's just not the truth. That's just not what, I mean, you can look in story after story after story of individuals who have become uber successful and they came from the lowest lows, right? Like some of the most success stories come from people who had had it the worst off. And that's why I always say like the weaknesses that you have today is your greatest strengths tomorrow. That's, because that's so on point, man. Absolutely. So on point. If I can hit home on that, man, like I was actually, I was born with a condition. I have a scar going from literally one side of my head to the other, right? And so I was born with a condition called craniosynostosis, which pretty much means that my cranium was overlapping so it wasn't like parallel to one another, which later down the road was going to create a lot of problems. It wouldn't have allowed my, my brain to grow properly and I could have been mentally handicapped, right? So at 18 months, I needed to have surgery where they reconstructed. They literally cut me open, peeled down my, my head, my forehead, and reconstructed my cranium to give my brain space to grow. And so I went through about five head surgeries and six eye surgeries until I was about 18 years old to deal with this, these challenges that I had, right? But thankfully, everything ended up fine and I didn't have any conditions with my brain. But what it did with my confidence and with my self-esteem is it totally fucked me up, man. You know, I would go to school with my head completely swollen because I would need to have these surgeries a few times. And you can't, you can't miss school. It wasn't like homeschooling like it is today, you know, so I couldn't miss school. And so I would go with bandages wrapped around my head and then drainages where blood would drain out because I would need it to drain out so that my head wouldn't swell. In class, there were sometimes I'd be in class and I would have blood dripping on my shoulder, man. So like you can imagine, you know, wake, like going to school especially as a child, like these kids, they don't know, you know what I mean? They're, They're ruthless. They're, They're ruthless. ruthless, ruthless, man. So that crushed me. I was not confident. I was not a leader. I mean, I felt it inside of me, right? I felt this like, like meant for more, but it was, I didn't cultivate it, you know? And I just, growing up, I thought to myself, like, you know, this is either something people have or they don't have. You get to a place, at least for me, where it's like, I'm either going to rise or I'm going to fucking just live in this shell the rest of my life, man. And I hit a wall where I was like, man, I need to, nobody's going to do this for me. Nobody's going to handle these challenges for me. Nobody's going to feel sorry for me. I need to step up and I need to do something with my life, you know? And so that was, that was like a turning point for me where I realized like, look, man, I was so insecure, dude. I would paint this shit with either like eyeliner or like a marker. So when I had hair, I would paint my scar so you couldn't see it. And then what would happen is like if people were looking at me and they looked at me for too long, I would think in my head like they're looking at my head or looking at my scar. That's how much it would fucking eat at me, bro. 
And I realized like, yo, I can't do anything special with my life living like this. Like this is fucking killing me. When I used to play baseball, I would wear a hat. So I found my confidence in wearing hats. And now I just, I've made it a part of like my brand, you know, but I don't need to wear a hat. But I used to wear hats like everywhere, man. I wore a hat to a fucking club, you know, that, of how insecure I was. It was that bad. Going back to your story, I realized that, you know, God, he's funny, man, the way he sets things up. He puts challenges and circumstances in your life. And then on the other side of those challenges are like your desires and your dreams and your, your aspirations. And he says, all right, look, I'm going to give you the free will and choice to go through this road or to sit and stay where you're at. Right. But like the desire to do something special with my life was so big that I took all those things head on. And now that's really where like my passion rises from is like understanding that on the other end of your adversity and your obstacles and your biggest insecurities is the person that you in your heart know yourself to be. And it's taking Absolutely. that road, you know? Absolutely. Man, I love that story. This is exactly like what I'm looking for in this podcast is to really get down to that gritty shit, that stuff that make people realize like, bro, like what you had, it's a low frequency of what you had, right? And so you had this thing that defined you for the better portion of your life as a child. And when we're young, that's when we build who we are, right? From the age of six to 18 is who we developed who we are as an individual. And you could have easily turned and just done nothing with yourself because you said you could have you could have said I am the way I am because of what I had happened to me as a kid. Or you can say I am going to succeed because of the way that I was as a kid, right? It's like the proverb of, of the two children who had an alcoholic dad, right? One says one becomes an alcoholic, one becomes super successful. And you ask them why, and they both say, well, my dad was an alcoholic. How could I do anything other than that? And yeah. so you have to make a conscious decision as to what path you're going to take and who you're going to be. Because guess what? Who defines you is you. Nobody else defines you except for yourself. And these people get so caught up in this bullshit, you know, that somebody else defines who I am. And that shit. The only person who defines you is you, and you have to make a conscious decision to become the best version of yourself that there is. And nobody else is, like you said, nobody else is doing that for you. Nobody else is going to make that decision for you. We can lead a, you can lead the horse to water. You can't make it drink. The fact is, is you have to want to change. You have to want to be the best version of yourself. And how do you do that? You look at the people who are surrounding you, and you emulate yourself off from them. You try to do the same things that they're doing. You lean into the hard shit. You do the things that you don't want to fucking do that suck to do because those are the things, that's where the growth happens. And that's where you start to change lives. And that's where you start to do things that are going to take you to roads that you never knew that were even possible. I mean, Alfred, looking back, could you, like where you are right now, when you were 18, would you ever have saw yourself sitting in front of me right now doing this podcast? No, hell no, man. Here's the thing with, with where I was at that point in my life, man. And I think a lot of people get caught up with this. There's a difference between actual confidence and pretending to be confident. Most people are pretending to be confident to the point where they pretended for so long that they even forgot that they're in pretending, you know, but, but that's where I was at. At 18 years old, I felt like, like the man actually, because I was playing baseball at a very high level for a school that was ranked in the top of the nation and I was the number one pitcher there. 
But I would need this fucking hat everywhere I would go. And without it, I felt like nothing, you know? And, and I think people create this dependency on certain things, whether it be drugs or alcohol or who knows, women, whatever the fuck, you know, where they find their confidence outside of themselves and, and it leaves them very fucking vulnerable, you know? And so we have to learn how to develop real confidence. And it's so contrary to what the world says, you know, because what the world says is they say shit like, oh, you know, uh, like you can't beat yourself with everybody, you know, because some people are going to hurt you or whatever. You know, that's something that I hear a lot. But the reality is, look, man, nobody can fucking hurt you if you've already conquered the weakest parts of yourself. The reason yes. why a lot of people go into hiding and, and they're afraid to actually put themselves out there and shine is because there's so much insecurity and doubt and fear inside of them that they don't want to be fully transparent. And so that's something that I feel like is, is, is massive, man. And one of the things that I'm creating now is, is like a mastermind, but really I'm called, it's a, more of a challenge group, right? For people that want to develop the mindset, the spirit and the body of a champion. Because we need people to stretch us. The reason why I'm so big on coaching is I've had coaching my whole life, man. From when I was a little kid, my grandfather, I'll never forget this story. And this is like a story that like, like till this day, I wasn't aware because I was so little. I wasn't aware of what my grandfather was doing for me, but he was conditioning my mind to never make excuses. And so when I was little, I wanted to play baseball, right? But my mom was like fucking terrified of me playing baseball because of the surgeries I had on my head. And if I get hit in my head, I build, who knows? And rightfully, rightfully so. I mean, she, yeah, she sure. had good reason to be terrified. <laughs> totally, totally, right? But I, was, I didn't give a fuck. I wanted to play, man. And so right. my grandfather, my grandfather was like, look, you need to learn how to play. And my hand-eye coordination, Nick, was so bad. I used to have to go through therapy where I would have to walk like a balance beam so that I could learn my coordination because what happened with the surgery is when they did the surgery and they peeled down my head, I lost my strength in my eyes. So both my eyes would wander, bro. I would mm. need, I had six surgeries to correct that. And I would wear eye patches. I mean, it was fucking crazy, right? So I sucked at baseball. You can imagine, it's all hand-eye coordination. I sucked, right? And so what yeah. happens is most people, they, they take it on. They say, oh, man, I'm just not good at this or I'm not good. But my And I was taking that on, too, because I was six, seven years old. I didn't know any better. But my grandfather was like, no, you don't. It's not that you're not good, like, as an individual. It's just that you suck right now because you haven't trained yourself to get good. You haven't built the so, skill yet. Yes, bro, right? So, like, I was taking it on like there was something wrong with me because of my own insecurities. But in reality, it's like, look, there's nothing wrong with you, man. You just, you just suck. <laughs> like, like, but we <laughs> get good, you know? So what he would do, bro, was when I would get home, i put all my stuff, like my homework away, and he'd be outside with a racket and a tennis ball. And what he would do is he'd take that tennis ball and boom, smack it with the racket and have me look up in the sky and try to catch the ball so that I can work on my hand-eye coordination. And God bless this man because that was like months of that where I was fucking so bad that I would go in frustrated, crying, man, because I couldn't catch these fucking balls. And he would just keep sewing into me. And sewing into me and not allowing me to give up, man, to the point where like three, four years down the road, 
not only was I catching these things, but bro, I would I would do exercises where I lay on the ground with my head facing down. He'd hit the ball up in the air. I jump up and then look for it, catch it with my bare hands and not even with a glove. And that was from like not being able to do any of that when I first began. And what I see too often is is people like they try something and it doesn't work for them. And then they take on this identity of, oh, this is not for me, or I'm not good enough, or whatever. And then the world honestly rationalizes all this shit, too, because people tell you, man, that's so hard. Why are you doing that? You know? It's like- Which like, is bullshit. And there's something I want to point out bullshit. in this story. There's something I want to point out in this story that, to my listeners right now is that something that you said that people forget and that they, this is the most important part of this, in my opinion, is you said it took three to four years. Yeah. Guys, let that set in for a second. Three to four years to get to the point that you were at. And here's the thing is that everybody fucking quits after two months or three months because we live in a society where we have this thing to where we have that instant gratification. It's Facebook. It's Instagram. It's all these things, you know, fucking DoorDash and all the things you can get right now. We are designed and we are built and taught that you get whatever you need right now in this time. And that's not the way life is meant to be. You have to work for shit. You have to dig. You have to grind through. If you really want to be a badass at something, it's going to take you years to develop it. So people need to stop. They have to get this, this idea out of their minds from what we're surrounded by right now is that instant gratification. You have to let that go if you really want something and you want some shit because you turn into a badass three to four years down the road if you don't quit. Problem is people quit. People quit. Sure. 100%, man, 100%. I was actually just having that conversation with, with my girl, man, where, it, you know, she, she told me, she's like, man, like, because like, we've been trying to build an online business for, for like the last year and a half. I left Primerica, which was a network marketing company, to do this because I'm like, you know, I don't want to fucking talk to people about life insurance and investments, man. I want to talk to people about this shit. And so we went into the online space and, bro, I've bucked my head a million fucking times. Like, like it's taken me forever to build any real fucking traction. And yesterday... Adriana, which is my girl, she's like, babe, like we've been doing this for two years. I'm like, two years ain't shit, man. I'm gonna fucking go until I figure this out. Two years is nothing, bro. It took me time. Like I've gotten, look, I, I've been blessed enough to to succeed at everything I've done. So I don't question myself any longer. I used to question myself all the time. But the reality is, man, there's a formula for success. And once you have that formula, you can apply that to any aspect of your life and succeed. It's not like me that I just think, oh my God, I'm this fucking, no, it's just, I've developed success principles and habits. And one of the things that I understand is that, yo, I'm not going to just rip it off the gate, especially when I'm, when I'm brand new at something that's just ignorant to even think that that's possible. You know, now can that happen? Yeah, bro. I can win the lottery too. Right. But the likelihood is that that's not going to happen and I'm going right. to have to grind it out. Right. But the rea but the reality is this, man, you can start at the bottom and it doesn't matter how long you fucking struggle. You could always get to the top at any given moment if you're willing to put in the work. And that's something that I pride myself on. Nobody's going to outwork me, period. I love that, man. I love that. I love that so much. And again, it's just, it's one of the most important, it, it's arguably the most important point to be had 
is that as I've listened to a lot of successful people and the, the things that I surround myself with, the podcasts, the books I listen to, they all say the same thing. Like, don't fucking quit. Don't quit because it's going to take you years to get what you want. It's going to take you a long time to, de- number one, develop the skill. Here's the thing is that we want to be at the end road, right? But I mean, just like when we're kids, it's just like you got to look at it just like you're a kid. Like you got to learn how to fucking walk. And then once you learn how to walk, you got to learn how to not run into shit. And you got to learn how to keep your balance. And like, it's not, it's not something. And then once you walk, it's like, then you develop into running. And then you can only run so far when, when you know, look at your kids, they can only run so far before they, you know, but then over time you go and you go and you go and you can go further every time as long as you don't quit because yeah. it's a skill that you have to like it, it it's when you start the skill it's so much harder once you stop to get back into it like think about when you train for a marathon but you know people who train for marathons like they have to be consistent all the time because the minute that they stop they ain't running no 26 fucking miles if they stop running for a year or two years they're going to come back and they're going to be just like the rest of us and only be able to run a mile and be winded Sure. Because you you have to you have to develop the skill, and then once you get the skill, you have to consistently work on that skill and continue to move forward. And people often just don't understand that. And again, it comes down to what we're surrounded with right now. The you know you see these people who are these influencers or all these things, and some of them are you know I mean some of the influencers I'm just blown away by how they got to where they are with you know oh, man, TikTok I, and yeah that space has got it. You know, personal development has gotten into so much clickbait and fucking like look at me and my success that it's it's really doing a, a disservice to what it really takes to win. And that's one of the things that I'm I'm very committed to is I, I wanna I wanna turn personal development on its head, you know, with this no nonsense approach to what it really takes to win, man. Because you know, we've been taught this this idea. It's like, oh, it should be easy. You know, it should be easy. You know, all you gotta do is believe in yourself and it's gonna come to you. And and then all this other shit, man. And even look, I'm 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 big on my faith. You know, it doesn't sound like it because I curse, right? <laughs> but uh, my but wife I'm, gets my wife gets after me all the time. She's like, "You got to get better," because I am too. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, "All right, man. That's like that's like a, one of the sins I got." I'm not, but, but regardless, but I am big on my faith. And then there's this thing, right, in church now, where it's like, "Oh, if you get right with God, somehow you're gonna just have everything you want." Like, get the fuck out of here, bro. It doesn't work like that. Look, and I use this example all the time. When I was a little kid. I was very big on my faith and I pray to God. I pray to God every day almost to remove this scar from my head. Like, please. Right. Because people will say, oh, if you just believe in it, it'll happen. All oh, the power of positive thinking or whatever the fuck. All this like all oh, the law of attraction. Get the fuck out of here, bro. Sometimes you don't deserve to have what you want. And it's not even meant to be you for you. So it doesn't matter how much you desire it. There's certain things in your life that just are not going to happen. And they're not meant to happen. And you have to make adjustments. For me, I was going to have this scar. Didn't matter how much I believed I wasn't going to have the scar. Didn't matter how much positive thinking I did. The scar was going to fucking be there regardless. You know? And so people need to understand that, man. Because they think that, you know, oh, if I just desire something, I could create it. No. It doesn't fucking work like that, man. There's a lot of skill sets that go into that. There's behaviors that need to be adjusted. There's a lot of other factors. And going back to your point, what you said a little while ago, which I think was solid, 
is I think the reason why people want the instant gratification, man, is they're playing from a place of feeling inadequate. Mm, they don't yeah. feel capable. They don't feel good enough. And they feel like they need to have wins, quick wins to boost their confidence. Because if not, it's just going to defeat them even further. You know, and, and that's a fucking problem, man. Like I'm playing this game long term. Like I'm mm -hmm. thinking about yep. the rest of my life, not what I can do in the next three, four months. But like, you know, what's this like, who am I being for the world? You know, like what am I creating man? like what type of legacy am I leaving? Not so much like how can I build this business in the next 60 90 days, 120 days. Like, there's so much of that crap on Instagram. It drives me fucking crazy. Learn how to make 18 grand with my secret formula. In the lose next lose 20 pounds. Lose 20 pounds in, in a month or whatever. All of these things. Damn, so bro. many. So many. One thing I want to point out is that I, I really love, like, you talk about your scar, right? And here's the thing about scars. is our, What you have chosen is that your scar does not define you. It reminds you of who you are and who you were and where you came from. And I, I bet, and correct me if I'm wrong, that it drives you to be a badass and it reminds you every fucking day that you look in the mirror and you see that thing and you go, look at the adversity that I overcame and look where I am right now. Like, fuck you, Scar. But, totally. you know, having it, that Scar there is a reminder. It's a good thing to look back on and go, man, look at where I came from. Look what I've come to. Look what I've done. And here's the thing is that people think they're going to get in and move forward without getting any scars. And that's just bullshit. I mean, so think about, think about life. I mean, I don't know about you, bro, but I, I mean, I'm sure you got more scars than just on your head. Like I got them all over my fucking body, you know? And totally. so, I mean, I got cuts and shit that I did to myself throughout my, my life. And people think that mentally they're not going to get scars. They think that, you know, they're not going to get scars throughout life. And the, the fact is, like, if you think about it and you're logical, like growing up, every single person ends up with some type of scar on their body at some point. Maybe there's somebody out there who doesn't have a scar on them, but I would venture I to say, I don't know a person on, that, around that doesn't have a scar, a physical scar from something that, that's happened to them throughout their life. Like my kids have scars already and they're only eight and six right? Or eight and seven now, excuse me. They have scars already and they're young. Like, so why in the world do we think that we're not going to mentally get any scars? Like, that's just not fact. It's not truth. It doesn't make logical sense. And people are so illogical in their thinking. They just think that there's this, you know, and maybe it's this, this whole new digital space, this whole new Facebook, Instagram, because people can be hiding behind a persona like there's so many like the the fish or whatever i like people who make face fake profiles and stuff like there's so much of that shit going on it's crazy man it's crazy what is that it's because people desire more they want to be something that they're not right so if you want to be something you're not then why don't you do some shit and actually become something great instead of being fake and creating this fake individual. Like, why don't you take that drive, that same drive, these people who are doing these things, really making these fake accounts, if they took that same drive, right? And they applied it to themselves and they made some changes in their lives and they applied it to some type of thing that was going to move them forward. Imagine what they could do. Imagine the world that we would be in. It oh, yeah. would be so different. There would be so many more great people.
you know? And bro, you know what I learned, man, is that you can't get to your destiny or your purpose. And I do believe everybody has one. You can't get to your purpose by trying to be something you're not. And right now, one of the biggest problems I see is that people don't even know what their purpose is. And the reason I believe that that is that people don't understand what their purpose is and they're just going day to day is because they're not being true to themselves. The moment you get true with who you are and you start actually dealing with your shit, like all the shit you got going on with you, you will find what it is you're called to do. You will find your passion. You will find your purpose, right? Because I wasn't like this when I was younger, man. I was the opposite. I was like the kid that I would sit in the corner. Don't look at me. You know, don't look at me. Don't talk to me. Don't pay attention to me. I just want to stay in my bubble. You know, that's who I was, man. And, and too many times we've got these labels that society places on us, right? I would have been labeled an introvert. But I'm not a fucking, I mean, and to a certain extent, I, I kind of am like in the sense of like on the weekends, I'll just chill in my crib, man. I don't care to do anything. But if I'm in public or right now I'm having a conversation with you, I, bro, I could be extroverted. I could be whatever the fuck I want to be, bro. If I want to be introverted, sometimes I'll be introverted. If I want to be extroverted, I'll be extroverted. But I'm not going to label myself and put myself in a box because it makes you feel comfortable, Ooh, you know? Like and, that. and that's something that I see a lot of too, man, is, is, you know, people taking on these false identities. Dude, you're a fucking spiritual being, man, with limitless potential. Stop taking on these fucking false identities and these false labels that are just meant to keep you safe. Why are you playing safe, dude? We're all going to fucking die. Exactly. Oh, man, that's so true, man. I, I think that so often we get caught up in, in that. And here's the thing. You're so right. Like, our days are limited. And, you know, for me, one of the reasons I started doing this and one of the reasons I'm checking bucket list items off like they're going out of style is because <laughs> I woke the fuck up and I realized that, guess what? Uh, uh, two years ago, I woke up and I realized that nobody's going to do my shit for me. Nobody's going to do the things in my life that I want to do except for me. And so I had to make a conscious decision that I was going to go after and get the things in life that I wanted. And so like today, I am about to go check another list off my bucket item. I'm going to go skydiving. And I've always been too, I've been overweight. And so I've not been able to do that. I woke up this morning, I'm 213 pounds. That's from 265 pounds. Amazing. Seven months ago. So today I'm going to go jump out of plane. And here's the thing is that, you know, again, nobody's going to jump out the plane for me, right? Nobody's going to live out that, that thing for me. And even if they could, like, then I'd be missing out. Like I'd be missing out on the joy and the, the feeling of like, damn, number one, I lost the weight, so I, I can do it. And number two, the rush that I know it's going to come with it. Right. And so all I'm here to say is like, if you have shit that you want and you want to do shit, like what the, what are you waiting for? Why are you waiting? Because here's the thing, we're all going to die. And the one thing I've learned from my profession is that death comes at the most inconvenient time and nobody knows, none of us, like we could, you know, we could have this conversation and what we could walk out of this conversation and something could happen to either one of us and we could die right now, right? So people often get caught up in that. And it's like, here's the deal. You have to do things for yourself because you are going to die. That is the one guarantee in life is you will die. All of us have a number of days. We all do. None of us are immune to that. We all die at some point. So if you know you're going to die, why not get the things that you want and live the life that you want right now? 
right? Because I have seen devastating, devastating stories, you know, kids, teenage kids, mid-aged people, older people. I mean, I have seen death from two months old to a hundred years old, and there is no common denominator in any of it. It's just that our days are numbered. And so having that in mind, it's like, I'm going to do and live my life to its fullest potential because no, I know I will die. Yeah, man, for sure. And people, and I think a lot of people are, are living and they're dead. You know, they're dead inside. Here's something that, that you know, I kind of view well, a little different than church. I think heaven and hell is right here, man. I don't just think it's a place you get to later down the road. I think people are living in hell. And hell for me is, is this, I, this like knowingness inside of me that I'm meant for more, that I could be a person of like, I could live greatness and not living it. That's death. Mm. Having, to, having to feel that inside of me every day and not walk it out is death. And it's, it's this numbing pain that just doesn't end. And I think that's one of the reasons why people are looking for other things to like suppress their minds, you know, like they turn to video games or they turn to drugs or they turn to drinking or they turn to whatever they can to try to numb the fact that they're not living their best life and they have this potential and greatness inside of them, you know, because that thing will eat at you, man, you know? And so for me, that, that like having to live 50, 60, 70 years of my life with that feeling inside of me, that to me is death, you know? It is, uh, it so is, it's absolutely is, man. That's, that's, that's just true. That's a really good point in the conversation to do kind of let my last thing that I do in the podcast is, so my, um, wow, my brain this morning, it's early. <laughs> so this, I'm, I'm getting after this at 4 a.m. So I'm doing the know, shit. That awesome, don't want to- you told me the time over there. I was like, man, this guy's a champion. Yeah, I mean, I'm getting after and doing the things that people don't want to do. Like, people aren't up at 4.30 in the morning recording podcasts, but I got a full-time job. I got a full-time job. I got a side business I'm trying to do. Like, so I, I, you know, this is when I, the time I got. So I'm doing everything I can in every hour that I got, every hour of the day, you know, I'm after it. Uh, Anyway, so. I always like to talk about at the end of my podcast, this is my new thing is because I, I built my, my core values. My core values are building grit through gratitude, resilience, intuition, and tenacity. What are the things that you're doing to show gratitude? What are the things, some of the ways that you show gratitude? Because I'm sure you do because anybody who's developing themselves, they, you have to show gratitude. Yeah, man, absolutely. So one of the things that I'm doing now is I created a 3 a.m. challenge. And I'm, I'm really like, I'm putting it out there on Instagram. Anybody that wants to, wants to be a part of that. And really to be able to spend that time in the morning, number one, I connect to God every morning. I think that that's a, that's a superpower. And, and the world, you know, tells you that God doesn't exist, but that's a fucking lie, man. God exists and God exists inside of you, you know? And so the first thing I'm doing is, is spending my morning either listening to worship music or really just connecting to, to God you know, and, and connecting to the spirit that I have inside of me and then giving thanks and giving gratitude for, you know, the places I've been, the experiences I've had, the people that I have in my, in my life, you know, I have a planner that I do every morning and it it always asks you, what's the top three things you're grateful for, you know, and spending that time connecting to that. It's very difficult to look at your problems and have gratitude at the same time, you know? And so it's a mental shift, man. It's a mental shift where if you can rewire your brain over and over and over again, eventually your brain stops looking at the problems and starts just living life in a sense of opportunity and in a sense of gratitude. And that's really what you want to get to. So, I mean, I definitely have practiced that and have practiced that for a long period of my life. And and I think it's vital. 
for sure. Nice. Uh, and how are you resilient? I actually go towards the things that challenge me. I don't run from them. I run towards them. You know, one of the things with the, one of the reasons I created the morning routine, the 3 a.m. challenge was because my morning routine I wasn't happy with. I'd wake up at six sometimes. Sometimes I wake up at seven. Sometimes I'd be in a rush. Sometimes I'd have time. And I'm like, man, I'm tired of this shit conquering me. And so I ran towards it. You know, whatever it is that I feel like can defeat me, whatever areas of my life I feel weak in, I'm running towards those areas. One of the things that I, that I do is, is I look at five key areas of my life. I look at my mindset. I look at my faith and, and spirit. I look at my business and finances. I look at my relationships and I look at, at my health. And I'm always looking for the weakness in those areas. Mm-hmm. Where am I weak? Where am I struggling? Where am I not winning? And then I'm running right towards those things and focused on three things. Number one is, what's my mindset in this? You know, how am I viewing this, right? Making sure my mind is right. Number two is, what are the skill sets I need to develop in these areas to help me get to the next level? And then number three is, what are my behaviors? You know, how am I behaving? Right? Like, what are my actions, right? Am I living in a budget? It's not good enough to just create a budget. Am I, am I actually following through with the fucking budget? right? My health, it's all the same shit. So that's really the, the focus is I want to get to a, a point. There's a book, man, that, that I don't know if you've read by Angela Duckworth called Grit. I just downloaded it yesterday, actually. But it's all, it talks all about that, man. She did a study on like why Marines and like, how can you know if a Marine's going to pass like boot camp or whatnot? And what she realized is the fundamental factor between all these people were not their intelligence. It was their grit and that perseverance. And so I think that that actually, you know, to me, that would be my secret weapon. Nice. I love it. it, Yeah. So how do you, how do you use your intuition? I think that's one of the most important things people forget to really lean into your intuition. I found in my life, I get so much further when I lean into it. So how are, how are you leaning into yours? Uh, Man, that's so good. I feel for me, intuition is the truth. It's the truth. My mind will lie to me. My intuition does not lie. People lie. Right. Yes. If I feel something, you know, you can lie to me straight to my face. Like it's easy to lie to people and people lie and they're not even aware that they're fucking lying. Right. Yes. But my intuition doesn't lie. And so I've learned that that is the only truth. You could be looking at me straight in the face and telling me one thing, but I, I will know inside of me that it may be something else, that it is something else. And I'm going to lean in that direction every single time, you know? And so I've I've made that my North star. Yes. I love that. You know, I have found there, it is very rarely that I've found that my intuition has been wrong. And guess what? If my intuition was wrong, it was the best learning I've had in my life. It's the times that, and so that's, I always tell people that guess what? My intuition either it was right spot on and I leaned into it and I got a lot further than I would have if I would not have leaned into it or I messed up and I had the best learning opportunity at that time and my intuition got even stronger because of that. I love that. Look, either way, I'm not going to be right 100% of the time, but if I'm going to be wrong, I'm going to be wrong in that direction. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You're going to be wrong in the, in the direction of action, you know, and yeah. that's where people, that's where, that's the biggest thing about intuition, in my opinion, is that messy action. Cause guess what? Sometimes action is messy and that's, it is what it is. So so then the last one is that tenacity and I, dude, you obviously, you got all kinds of tenacity. Like you don't give it, you obviously don't care what people think or I can just see that inside of you. So, but tell me in your opinion, how are you having tenacity? Well, here's the thing with tenacity, man, is 
it's cultivated once again. You got to take a look at your insecurities and the things that your fears and actually put them out there. I put my fears out there. One of the things that I did with my head when I decided like, yo, I'm done with this shit, right? Like right now I, I have a, like, I'm bald, you know, and that's one of the reasons why I shaved my head. But I shaved my head at 25 years old when I wasn't bald because I was just so tired of hiding, right? I was tired of hiding. I remember I shaved my head and I walked in, I was, I was in financial services and I walked into the office with my head shaved, right? And I'm like, oh my God, bro, what the fuck are people gonna think of me right now? And the first thing my upline said, he's like, dude, how the fuck are you gonna sell life insurance looking like that? I'm like, bro, that was like my biggest insecurity. <laughs> fucking with food and hit it head on, right? And I was like, oh shit, that hurt so much. <laughs> All right. But, but, but a few times of that, and that's it, bro. It's gone. It's gone. Yes. You know? And right. so you got to put yourself in, in positions and situations that make you extremely uncomfortable. And then you'll see how you rise from there, man. You become tenacious. You know, you, you persevere. And, and I mean, so much good is found through the fire. I think people don't realize what tenacity really is. And the, the definition of tenacity is to have a firm grip onto something, right? And so what you're saying is you're, you took a firm grip onto who you were as a person, right? You took a firm grip to, uh, onto what you were going to be and who you were going to be. And I think that people don't really truly understand what tenacity looks like. And that's what it is. It's having that firm grip onto something and okay. not being, not wearing from that, you know? Absolutely. So. Well, bro, man, this has been a freaking amazing conversation. I, I'm really glad that I reached out to you. I had no idea about your story and I really appreciate you being open about it. it was very impactful for me and I hope it was it is just impactful for the listeners as they're tuning into this. Where can people find you? Oh uh, man, I, I live a lot on Instagram, man. I like Instagram a lot at Alfred Zayas Jr. So Alfred Zayas Zayas is Z-A-Y-A-S. Uh, man, and then you know I'm creating right now a what I call the winner's circle, which is a challenge group, basically all designed to help people become champions, man. That's really something that I'm very passionate on. If you're looking for a community that wants to challenge you, that holds you accountable, that wants to help you grow, man, that's what I'm focused on creating. And then, man, at the end of the day, I'm also on, on Facebook. But if you really want to get a hold of me, follow me on, on Instagram. That's where I live. Right on, brother. Uh, again, I just really appreciate you. I appreciate your story. And uh, I appreciate you coming on the podcast today. I'm really looking forward to uh, building further relationships. So hope you have a freaking killer day, brother. And we'll talk to you again soon. Awesome, man. Thank you. Thank you for having me. You've been listening to Building Grit, one call at a time. Everyone faces challenges, and we talk to people who use grit to be triumphant. We hope you've gotten some useful and practical information from this show, and we hope you had some fun along the way. We know we did. We'll be back soon. But in the meantime, hook up with Nick on Facebook at Nick Wingo and on Instagram at building underscore grit. And remember, victory is always possible for the person who refuses to stop fighting. This is Building Grit One Call at a Time, signing off.